Welcome to the School of Unlearning. I'm your host, Elisa Haggerty. I've always believed in the power of questions. They create a gap, a space where we pause and begin to challenge the world around us. Without questions, we're stuck in the trance of life, a life given to us versus one created with agency. Your journey to rethink and unlearn the norms no longer serving you begins now. Hey friends, welcome to 5-Minute Fridays. Um, Today's podcast is going to be just me and you. It's a solo pod like I do every week. And hopefully you're enjoying an iced coffee or an iced matcha or something warm, depending on what location you're tuning in from in the world. So today is on finding meaning with grief. Uh, Grief is something that we're all going through on some level, whether we know it or not, actually. On the collective level, there's the grief of COVID and that it's still ongoing, very much so for a lot of people in the world. Um, and in the collective grief of, you know, natural disasters and political unrest and, um, you know, all, all the things that are sort of always on the news these days, there's, there's a collective grief there that needs to be recognized. And that does sort of come with all of us as we go about our day. And then there's an individual level of grief that each of us feel. And sometimes the grief isn't so heavy. It's not about dying, but it is about a loss, maybe of um, a relationship or a pet or you know, there's grief in dinner parties ending. There's grief in vacations ending, actually. So grief kind of shows up in a lot of different forms, and it actually doesn't always show up as sadness or as what you think it would. I think it's important to realize that grief is sneaky. Um, It's really complex and it's really unpredictable. You sometimes feel grief in ways and at times that you didn't think you would. So this podcast is just sort of a primer to help you understand where grief can be in your life and a few ways to work with it. So sometimes grief shows up as apathy, like I don't care, procrastination or milling around and not being able to execute things. I would say that's on some, some micro level, a little bit of a trauma loop. And then grief can also show up as anger, which is very surprising for people. But um, clinical psychologist Joan Rosenberg, uh, Dr. Joan Rosenberg says that anger is nothing more than grief and disguise. And so I think that, you know, if you take a little bit of a heat map of your life, you look at where am I angry? What pisses me off? Um, To follow that intelligence of that emotion and just sort of figure out what are you grieving? Well, you know, what's been taken from you and what do you feel threatened by? So it's a really intelligent emotion grief and it's just a little sneaky. Sometimes I find myself uh, having a really good day and then all of a sudden I'm at the supermarket in line and I kind of feel this welling up of emotion. And I've, I used to kind of squelch it in the past and push it down because um, I, I didn't want to cry or didn't want to feel the feeling. But I know that now every time I do that, I'm sort of strengthening the muscle of avoidance. And my goal in life is to, to get more confident, to get more comfortable with everything that comes up in my landscape uh, so that I can handle whatever happens. So every time I feel the sneakiness of grief come up from maybe the loss, the slow loss of my dad to, to dementia or maybe a friendship or a relationship has ended, I really, really try to feel the feeling. And that, to me, that means a few things when I keep saying, feel the feeling. This is what it means to me as a conscious living coach. It means that I give the emotion um, a sound. I actually make a sound. Um, and, and we do this anyway. If you actually listen to people in meetings or on the, on TV, on shows, when people are frustrated, for example, they'll be like, huh, they'll kind of say, they'll actually emote something. So giving emotions a sound is very, very normal. And if you look to nature, we do that all the time. Animals are constantly barking or yapping or saying what they want to say, and then they move on about their day. I also give uh, emotions usually a movement. 
So sometimes I might move to actually kind of mirror my emotion with the, you know, or my experience with the emotion that helps kind of bring it to life for just a few seconds to allow myself to get more into my body versus in my head. Sometimes I'll ask myself questions like, you know, what is the color of this emotion? If I had a color, what would it be? Um, if it was a shape, what would it be? And these are questions that I ask my clients a lot too, because it helps us get out of the, um, rationalization and the avoidance and allows us just to befriend the emotion. And so when I think about grief, it's something that we all want to be get, we want to, to get good at befriending. Otherwise it will, um, sort of keep disrupting our cadence and we'll, we won't be welcoming its intelligence. And I just want to say that grief is ultimately a sign that you have loved. It's a sign that you have had the capacity to love, which is a really big gift and something that should not be taken for granted because not everyone can do that. And I just want to sort of leave you with this is that, you know, with grief and finding meaning, you know, David Kessler, when he added this sixth level to this, the five stages of dying, um, he's empowering us to say that we get to decide the meaning from any loss, whether it's individual or collective, we get to decide the meaning. And if you listen to the very first five minute Friday I ever did, it was on the power of stories. You might want to go back and listen to that because it's a very helpful primer for how stories can help drive our lives. So if you're going through grief right now, which undoubtedly you are in some level, um, know that after you go through the stages, which could be found on grief.com by David Kessler and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, MD, uh, you get to the stage of being able to create and find meaning. And that, that creation of the meaning is something that provides closure and it provides um, insight. And it's, I would argue it's, it's why we're here on this planet is to, to create meaning from everything we experience. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast today on finding meaning from grief and uh, it provided you some solace and some actionable um, items to take away from it. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the School of Unlearning podcast. You can follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Be sure to check out the show notes, complete with links and insight you won't want to miss. If you enjoyed this episode, take one minute to rate, review, and share this podcast because our learning and unlearning never ends and we don't have to do it alone.